This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. This might be, if you're watching this, the messiest bun I have ever put on my head. It just, it is what it is, and we're going to accept it. Hi, I'm Rachel Ballinger. Welcome to my podcast, Rachel Uncensored, the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. Um, Today I am solo, so I've decided to read Am I the Assholes? And just give you my opinion. We don't need other people's opinion. We just need mine. Sometimes we need other people's opinions, but right now, just me and the internet is all that matters. So let's get into it. But before we do, oh, so let's not get into it. Let's pause. I got a cat. If you didn't see, I got a cat. So I look at my vlog channel. I got a cat. It's beautiful. I'm obsessed with her. She's perfect. I rescued her. I didn't mean to. It was, it's okay though. It's a, it was an accident that I'm happy with. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Let's get into Am I the Asshole? I just looked at these. These are the newest ones to Reddit. Here we go. Am I the asshole for informing a school a family with students have moved out of district in order to make room for my child? Based on the title, I say mind your business. But at the same time, you're trying to do what's best for your kids. So mm, let's see. My children and I moved into a new school district last year. Although we live very close to a great school, we were sent to attend another school in the district because the desired school was at capacity. I was informed right before the school year that my two children were next to be enrolled. The housing issue has slowed movers down to a near halt and we aren't really living in an area with frequent mover awares. <laughs> I found out that a family moved out of district to our inner city schools, but was also informed the students were still attending the school in my district. I don't know the family. I don't blame them. The inner city schools are terrible and problematic at best. However, our district is not open enrollment, and they should no longer be attending the school. All right. I see both sides. Each family's trying to do what's best for their kid, right? I called the principal and board of education to make a report and was finally informed last week that my children will be attending our local school and I breathed a sigh of relief. They will start next week and will, and this will be a huge burden lifted from our household. The issue comes from the family that needs to pull their children from school. They found out I made the call and informed me that while I was doing what was best for my child, I was greatly harming all four of their kids. Apparently, one of their children is autistic and thriving with their school. Turns out three of the kids attended the school I wanted, but one of them attended a special school for autistic children. They said he was nonverbal to now telling his mom, I love you. I felt terrible when they said this, but I also didn't make them move. They did that on their own. They have been telling people about it, and of course they think I'm heartless. 
Some have said I'm an asshole, but I wanted to see if I mishandled it. So am I the asshole here? Ooh, this is rough. I do know when I was shopping for housing, but at both times, people were obsessed with telling me about the school districts. And I said, do I look like I have children or that I'd want them? I have three dogs and a cat right now. I have no time for children. But I know that is a big reason why people move to certain districts is for the schooling because you want your kid to go to the best schools. So you move to districts because you have to like go to school in your district. If you know, like public schools, of course you can do private schooling and go to whatever school you want, but you go to the school in your district. So I know that's a big deal. So these people moving into a good school district and then not being able to attend school there is actually messed up. But then these people who moved away, I think they should have maybe seen the consequences of their actions beforehand being like, oh, we're moving away. You know, we're moving into a different school district. You know, I don't know why they moved, but this is a sticky one because yeah, it my my anger's with the school system because I mean, also how is this, how is this person supposed to know about the, the kid with autism? Like, and I think there should be an exception for that one for sure. But the other, like, this is just a messy situation. So let's just see what I got completely understand it on both ends. Like a hundred percent. This one sucks, but I think my anger here is always going to lie with the school system, not the teachers. Teachers, they're trying their hardest, but the school systems. But mainly, let's see what the main outcome here is. The internet says, not the asshole. Um, Teacher here, not the asshole. Aside from the fact that you pay taxes in that district, the other family needs to ensure that information is correct for emergencies and ensuring districts are given proper funding. And someone said this, you weren't trying to hurt anyone. Their argument could be turned against them too. Not the asshole. Whoever told the family that you were the one to report them, whether that's the school district or board of education is the actual asshole. That is true. Whoever ratted out the ratter is a bigger rat. Uh, They're also incredibly stupid to open themselves up to the liability that they've created for themselves by revealing your identity as the complainant. What if that family had a psycho amongst them and decided to come injure or even murder any member of your family in retaliation? Oh, they went extreme. This person went extreme. What if they didn't take it that far, but just started harassing you and or your children, which they're doing. I mean, what was the point of finding out who made the complaint like, and make them feel bad about it? What, what is that going to do? They can't take back the fact that you moved out of district like them. They can't untake back them outing you. This is, this is something I always learned in therapy. If you're wanting to have a conversation with someone, like a serious conversation, what's the point of it? Are you just trying to hurt them? Are you trying to solve something? Are you trying to change something? And if you're just trying to hurt them, you need to be a better person. Um, maybe being like, hey, just so you don't ever do this again, maybe think about the family you're ratting out. That could be it. But like, what is the, what is the OP supposed to do in this position? There's nothing they can do. They already outed you, so it's over. Not the asshole. Your taxes go to your district. That is true. That's actually true. And you vote on the situations in your district. So if I'm in LA, I'm not voting for stuff that's going on in San Francisco. That wouldn't make any sense. So I won't know what's going on in San Francisco. So I have, I shouldn't be voting there. So if someone's in a different district and voting for another district, that doesn't make sense. Um, the other family moved. They are no longer paying taxes in that district. It's a cutthroat world out there. The other family should have realized that and known it would catch up to them eventually. Um, And someone said, even aside from the payment issue, which is true, the issue for me is that the parents are responsible for their own kids' best interests. 
If your kids are following the district's enrollment location rules and the other family isn't, you don't owe that family a better education while your kids are worse off. Yep, this, this is true. Uh, OP is not the asshole, but holy moly, the way you guys fund your public school system seems incredibly problematic. So poor kids just get a significantly worse education because they live in a poor area. Welcome to America. This is America. Yeah, everyone is rightfully just mad at the education system here in America. I would say not the asshole. Like my mom would fight tooth and nail for me to get the best education. And I think most families would. This family moved into a better school district, like, and they were doing it probably also for their kids. Hi, Blaze. I gave Blaze a bone and he's stressed and he doesn't know what to do with it because he could eat it. Go eat your bone. Go, go eat your bone. Go get it. Like I wouldn't move to a place that wouldn't allow pit bulls and then bring my pit bull in and be like, he, 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 and just get away, try and get away with it. No, because if I got caught, I'd have to get rid of my pit bulls and that's not happening. So if you're moving out of a thing that could hurt your kids, don't move out of the thing. I don't know. I would like, I just, I feel bad for everybody. But if I was, if I was a parent and I was in a really good school district and my kids weren't allowed to attend because someone else was cheating the system, I would definitely do what I need to do to get my kid in. Um, school systems here suck so much. I don't, ugh, yeah, that one's rough. But I, the internet says not the asshole. All right, next one. Am I the asshole for arranging childcare far away from my wedding reception? Okay, well, it depends how far away it is. It depends, right? If it's like, oof, I burped. A block away, no. If it's like a several miles, a little bit, yes, for sure. I got married this summer. Well, side note, the fact that you set up childcare for your reception was actually really nice of you. So everyone else can suck it. I've just decided. All right. I got married this summer, and while I wanted a child-free wedding, I realized that would exclude a lot of my friends and family, so I came up with what I thought was a good compromise. All right. You know, you want your child-free wedding, but you got people in your family with kids, so you're like, I'm going to solve this. I'm going to get it done. I like that. I rented out my brother's indoor playground and paid the staff to work late. Basically, I paid them double time until midnight, whether the kids were there or not. So... They are all trained in first aid and have been screened by the police. On top of that, several of the older kids that didn't want to go to the reception stayed there as well to keep an eye on everything. As well as two ladies from my church, I also provided food and drinks. Oh my God, you are a problem solver. You were like, I know what to do to get people to show up for this wedding and be happy. I love that. Get to it. You're like, these people are professionals. We got older kids. We got some church ladies. You know, they're going to keep things in order. The problem is that the pra- playground is about two miles away from the reception. Okay. Well, no, less. I know a lot of parents that would be like, free daycare? Yes, no matter what. Blaze, buddy, no. Go to your spot. Go. You can't have that bone outside. Go to your spot. I don't care where his spot is. Just go to one. <laughs> He's whining at the back door. He wants me to let him go bury his bone in the yard and then freak out anytime anyone goes in the yard for the next week because his bone's out there. Not a chance. You meet your bones inside. Like a gentleman. Okay, back to am I the assholes. So basically, uh, you had to choose between leaving your kids there or bringing them with you. I figured that was a good option for anyone with kids that might get rowdy. Anyone with infants obviously wouldn't leave them there. Boy, was I wrong. Oh, because you wouldn't want to like, you can't go check on your kids. You can't go back and forth. I get it. I get it. Uh, People were mad that it was so far away. About a five minute drive. They were mad that the kids didn't get the same food as the people at the reception. No, 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 (laughs) not a chance. 
if I am feeding your child, be happy. I don't, the kids don't need the dried out catered salmon, pilaf rice and broccoli. Okay. They're fine with chicken nuggets, pizza. They're actually probably getting better food. Okay. They got pizza, nachos and fried chicken. Oh my God. That sounds like a fantastic meal. They were mad. I didn't have someone to watch nursing babies. Okay. I was cool with people bringing babies to the reception. There was a mother's room at the hall for nursing and changing babies. Okay. You can't please everyone. This is just the moral of the story. You literally can't please everyone. I know a lot of people that would have loved this. They're like, yeah, you know what? Parents are mad because they couldn't drink and drive. It might not be a perfect situation, but it is what it is. You either use it or you don't. You either go, oh, that sounds great. We will attend your wedding. Or you go, that doesn't work for us. Enjoy your marriage. (laughs) I have been called all kinds of names for what honestly I thought was a nice thing. Oh, that makes me angry. My husband said we should have just gone child-free and dealt with that hate instead of wasting money on ingrates. Oh my, your husband has a vocabulary. My aunt actually called me an asshole for not wanting a couple of dozen of screaming and crying kids at the reception. Okay, your family can fuck off. Your husband's right. You should have just said child-free. This is the issue. There's a lot of issues here, actually. Here is an issue that I've noticed. A lot of people, if you just set a hard-ass boundary, They'll go like, fuck you, whatever. And they'll deal with it. But if you give them like this loose thing, they'll, live there, they'll see how much they can take from you. And then they expect more. If you go, oh, we'll provide childcare. They're like, okay, great. And then they'll have all these rules for the childcare. Unless you go, no, then they'll go, okay, we'll figure it out ourselves. Like, it is so weird. It's what it was. If you give a mouse a cookie or whatever, if you give, a, if you give someone an inch, they take it a mile. That's what I've noticed with people. If you don't have a hard ass boundary, they will try and walk all over you. Not everybody, but this happens a lot with people and it sucks. I personally say not the asshole, but let's see what the internet says. Because again, I don't have kids, so I have a different perception, perception here. Per, percep, percep, perception. I don't, what's that word? Perception? That sounds wrong and right. All right, number one, damned if you do, damned if you don't, not the asshole. Yep, that is the number one thing. People are saying, not the asshole. Not the asshole. Not the asshole. At least you know what whiners you should avoid inviting to future events. Not the asshole. Other than the complaints, did the reception turn out as you wanted? (laughs) OP said, it went great. And then they're like, that's all that matters. Next year at this time, it will all be forgotten. And then someone said, "Uh, in what backwards reality is two miles considered far? I'm reading comments like, What if someone's kid got injured and they were all the way that distance away? Uh, well, the worst case when no motor vehicles functioning, you can sprint and be there in 15 minutes. Not the asshole. Yeah. Did their kids not go to school or camp or literally anywhere where someone else was responsible for them? Right. Like what? Uh, definitely not the asshole. You went way beyond what people do for child-free weddings. You are honestly a superstar of a bride. Your friends slash family sound like a bunch of ungrateful people. I'm inclined to think your husband is right and that you spend a lot of money and still were totally hated on. Honestly, this is amazing. You went above the call of duty and people are awful. Not the asshole. I'm sick of parents acting like they need to take their kids everywhere. I hate that they don't want my kids at their wedding and then acting foolish when childcare is arranged. You did more than I would have. You were gracious. Uh, Yeah, everyone is saying not the asshole. I haven't seen a single saying asshole or what if. Yeah. 
This just sounds like you have some pretty shitty people in your life, and that's the end of that. All right, before we move on, let's check to see if we have a sponsor for today. Sponsor, sponsor! Skims. Skims is our sponsor for today. Everyone knows that finding a perfect t-shirt can be a challenge. Whether it's too big, too small, the fit is weirdly cut, or the quality is severely lacking. Luckily, I found the perfect t-shirt, and it's at Skims. They have crop silhouettes for them femmes to long sleeves, layering tees, and there's styles for everyone. I've been wearing Skims for over a year now, and I absolutely love the quality of everything I've gotten. It's silky smooth, it fits well, and my girlfriend always steals them from me. I absolutely love the cotton jersey t-shirt they sent me. It fits like an absolute dream. I wear it all the time. And my girlfriend stole the Skims soft smoothing t-shirt because it's extremely flattering, and she can wear it on casual errands, or when she wants to dress up for the night. If you want to try them out, then shop Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes XXS to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that I sent you, that Rachel Uncensored sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select my show in the drop-down menu that follows. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. All right. Here we go. You guys ready for another one? So far, we just have a bunch of not the assholes. Um, By much, I mean two. So let's see how we go from here. Am I the asshole for getting a hotel room for my spouse, me, and my daughter? instead of forcing her to share a bed with her cousins. Never. Not even a chance. Nope. Nope. No one should be forced to share a bed with anybody. So there's that. Go fuck yourself. I've won. (laughs) I've won this argument. All right, let's read it though. Because sometimes the titles are always a little misleading. I normally get along really well with my in-laws. My mother-in-law is awesome. Sister-in-laws and brother-in-laws and everyone else are just great people. We were headed out their way to spend some time before school starts again, and it lined up with when two other families were coming into town. This meant that the bedrooms we'd normally stay in were packed, and while my husband and I had a room and a bed, our daughter, who's eight, didn't have a spot for herself. My sister-in-law suggested that she just double up with her cousins, as some of the cousins would share beds. Cass, their daughter, was not happy about this and did not want to. All right, she said no. She did not want to share a bed. Done deal. Great. She put her boundary up with her body. She was pretty adamant about it. She has never shared a bed with anyone, and I wasn't about to force her to. I figured that us leaving to get a hotel a few miles away would free up some space and make it easier on everyone. Cute. Love it. Done. Everyone was really taken aback by this. They kept telling me that it didn't make sense. It was spending money that we didn't need to, and that it was fine for them to share a bed. I'm sorry. Who cares if that's their money? They're allowed to spend it how they want to. Bye. Leave them alone. 
I said, I know it's fine, but that Cass wasn't comfortable with it and I'm not going to force her. They kept pushing back saying that all girls share beds. No, some don't want to and they don't have to. And more stuff about how girls are used to seeing each other changing. What? They kept emphasizing that it's normal and it's weird for us to be upset about it. Okay, gaslighting, get, get out, leave. Don't diminish this little girl's emotions. She doesn't want to share a bed with someone she doesn't have to. Just like if a kid doesn't want to spend the night at someone's house, they don't have to. If they don't want to hug a freaking relative, they shouldn't have to. They kept asking why she was uncomfortable and one of them even asked her in that way you know is meant to guilt them. Like, why does this make you uncomfortable? Don't you want to spend time with your cousins? Ew, rude, manipulative. We ended up getting a hotel room, but they brought it up every day and kept almost making fun of my daughter for not wanting to share a bed, indicating that she was, quote unquote, weird and spoiled. Fuck off. What is with families? Why do families think that, like, I, I don't know. I just, oh, maybe mad. I've never in my life shared a bed with anyone other than someone I'm being romantically involved with. Even as a little kid, I'd never share a bed either. Okay, so this is, that's where her daughter gets it. Cute, whatever. I didn't change around other girls except in the gym class, where I generally change in the restrooms because it felt really inappropriate. Is she secretly gay? Because that was like my vibe. Where I was like, this feels wrong for some reason. And it's because I was gay. Uh, I didn't think it's super weird, but my entire family, women at least, made me feel like I was some kind of freak for not forcing my daughter into it. Am I the asshole? No, 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 no. You're teaching your daughter that her consent and her boundaries and her bodily anatomy matters. Keep it up, not the asshole. Yep. My aunt forced me to share a bed with my best friend's little boy and the dude peed on me. I have never forgotten the pee-pee boy or the fact that no one has ever asked me if I was willing to share a bed with some random kid just to save space. Ugh. They're the assholes for trying to pressure a child into doing something as private and as personal as sleeping with other people. Oh, yeah. Someone said, she's trusting her gut. Keep it up. Not the asshole. Not the asshole. I agree. Yeah. Not a fucking chance. Not a fucking chance. No, I never had to sleep over or share a bed with anyone I didn't want to because that's fucking weird. This is bullshit. All right. Am I the ass? This one sounds fun. This one sounds really fun. Am I the asshole for only allowing my sister-in-law into my wedding if she gets pat down before she comes in? Fuck it up. Yes, put security on this bitch. I don't even know what she did, but put security on her. I hope I don't eat my words on that. So good news is she's not coming. I didn't even have to disinvite her. Brother will also be there. Okay. Maybe that was an update. Okay. Or she was asking if she's an asshole before, after this happened, but it's already been resolved. Anyway, here he goes. I'm going to start with, I don't like my sister-in-law, Emily. So I need to know if I'm biased in this. I didn't think you did like her by having to pat her down beforehand. She is a super heavy drinker. There have been many events where she has ruined due to her drinking. Oh, girl, AA, please. No matter what, she will bring some type of drink to the event, even if it's a kid's birthday party. I think it's time for an intervention. I'm not making fun of her. This is genuinely, she needs help. I don't think I've ever met her sober. It's a problem. Even events, we will tell her she's not allowed to have an alcoholic beverage she will bring one. Our wedding is alcohol free for a few reasons, but the biggest ones are that there'll be a ton of children and some people at the wedding have a bad history with it. My mom and aunt, 
Also, it saves us money to not have an open bar. The invites were very clear and also informed anyone if they do bring their stuff, they will be kicked out. No issue. All right. This is a dry to the dry, dry wedding. This is the most dry wedding has ever been. Got it. Not my favorite, but that's their prerogative. The wedding is in a week and my sister-in-law came to the practice and was drinking. Your sister-in-law is sick and needs help. I'm sick of it and I overheard her talking about bringing some drinks anyway since the rules are stupid. I told her I am done. If she wishes to attend, she will be pat down beforehand since I don't trust her with the rule and that she doesn't have to go if she doesn't want to. My family is on my side, but my brother is pissed and we have been arguing constantly. My brother is pissed. Why does your brother fucking care? He clearly thinks I'm a jerk for this and I'm not backing down. Um, people are like, yeah, just uninvite her. I don't think you're an asshole. I think she has an issue and you don't want drunk people at your wedding. That's your wedding. This is what people don't get. It's like, it's the, your wedding. If it's your, you can make the rules. If people don't want to follow them, they don't have to go. It's not like, whatever. <laughs> Someone said, pat your brother down too. If he's that sympathetic, he's bound to sneak it in a hip flask t- as well. I mean, it's not like your wishes for your wedding are important. <laughs> ah, not the asshole. But you might have been better off not inviting her as you're going to have to kick her out anyway. She's going to show up drunk. Has your brother admitted she's an alcoholic? Oh, that's why. I was like, why is your bro- sister-in-law? I was thinking when she said sister-in-law, it was your husband's sister. It's, it's your brother's wife. That makes sense. I now understand why your brother is invested. I, my brain did not compute. Your sister-in-law is your brother's wife, not your husband's sister. That, that took me a second, everybody. That's why I need someone here every once in a while with me, because my brain just <laughs> went by. Okay. Yeah. No, not the asshole. Anything. There's, these are a bunch of not the asshole people. <sighs> here we go. Am I the asshole for not immediately driving to bail my stepdaughter out of jail? Ooh. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Let's see. My wife, 40-year-old female, has a 19-year-old daughter, Meg, that is starting her second year of college. Meg attends a state school that is about a four-hour drive from where we live. She started classes about two weeks ago. Meg has taken out a loan to pay her for her college and lives on campus, so she has no rent and has access to food on campus. She worked all summer, so she has a fair amount of money on her own, but we still provide her with about 100 bucks a month to help her out. Okay, that's nice of you. This past weekend, my wife got a call from Meg at 3 a.m. Every parent's worst nightmare because no call at that time is good news. Thankfully, Meg was okay, but she had gotten arrested. Whoa! Apparently, she had been at a party with friends and gotten drunk. She walked home with a group, but split off with a couple of friends at some point. The smaller group walked up to what they thought was one of their houses, but it wasn't. The people who lived there did not appreciate the door being <laughs> rung at 2 a.m. and called the police instead of opening the door. Understandable. If someone was ringing my door at 2 a.m., I'd call the police. When the cops show up, Meg and the others ran. Meg got caught and arrested. She called us from jail and wanted us to bail her out. My wife practically jumped out of bed and started to get ready. I asked her what the fuck she was doing. She said, we have to go get Meg right now. I told her it's 3 a.m. and a four-hour drive. I'm not going to be driving that far. I need to get more sleep first. Yeah, you're an asshole. My wife ripped the blanket off the bed and told me we were leaving now. Yeah, you're a fucking asshole. Sorry. Yeah, your kid calls, says, hi, come rescue me. You fucking go. That's it. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. That, you're, 
No, it is not like it's her like fifth offense. This is her first time being arrested for an accident. No, you fucking no. You get out of the goddamn bed and you go get your kid. I got up and reminded her that there are two other kids in the house, stepson 16 and our son nine that we need to talk to before we leave. And I don't want them to wake up at 4 a.m. to tell them we're leaving. I also reminded her that due to her astigmatism, I'm guessing she wants me to drive since it's dark out. I told her either let me sleep until at least seven or she leaves now and drives herself. I told her that Meg is safe, even though she's probably scared and uncomfortable, but that maybe she needs to feel that way right now. No, you don't leave a fucking 19 year old, a teenager. You don't leave a fucking teenager female in a jail cell. Nope. Nope. I'm saying you're an asshole, sir. People might not agree with me, but as a fucking female that was once 19 that was an accident i didn't i was she wasn't stealing she wasn't pranking anybody she didn't drive drunk she she got drunk which is yeah she's underage i think the age should be 18 for everything across the board so that's stupid i didn't drink till i was 21 but i firmly believe it should be 18 if you can die for your fucking country you should be able to drink in your fucking country but she wasn't being unsafe. She wasn't doing anything. She wasn't being a malicious person. She was being a normal college student. An accident happened where no one got hurt. And you're making her sit in a jail cell because you want three more hours of sleep with a baby boy? Fuck off. <sighs> she tried to argue with me, but I told her I'm not going to fight about it. And she either leaves now or lets me sleep. Go fuck yourself. You sound like an asshole. Thankfully, she let me get some sleep, but woke me up right at 7 a.m. and told me to get in the car. She apparently hadn't slept. Yeah, because she's a good mother that loves her daughter. I'm getting angry. And she had already told the other kids what happened and that we had to leave, but we would be back later that day. The entire drive, my wife made comments about how scared she was for Meg and how scared Meg must be and how we should have left earlier, etc. I kept trying to tell her that Meg is fine, even though she's a little shaken up by this. Then my wife told me that if it was my son instead of Meg, I would have jumped out of the bed like she did. Yeah, probably. That pissed me off. Because I would be doing the same thing for my son that I'm doing for Meg. You get arrested at 3 a.m. and you want us to bail you out. You're waiting until I'm damn ready to come and get you. But my wife thinks me sleeping instead of leaving right away was an asshole move. Mm. I'm saying you're an asshole. She's not a bad kid. Don't scar her like that. And I know I'm reading that someone's saying not the asshole is the top comment. Okay? No. As a female, if I was arrested for an accident, I shouldn't, no, drinking, whatever. She's an adult. If she can take out a loan for college, she should be able to drink. Oh my God. My mom would be there before the phone hung up. Not the asshole. Actions have consequences. And the stepdaughter is learning that now. You did the right thing. Ah, no, I hate that. I hate that. People are like, she did more. She's not, she's, cops wouldn't arrest her for that. No. I don't agree with this thread at all. I mean, people might just, dis- people are going to disagree with me because clearly the internet is on this dude's side, but no, I'm sorry. Not a fucking chance. She's sitting there thinking her parents are going to be there in four hours and they don't show up for seven. No. And I know too much shit goes on in jails and stuff. I'm not, no, I would never leave my daughter. I don't care what age, unless she's like, getting arrested multiple times over and be like, okay, she clearly needs to learn a lesson. Trust me. She's learned a lesson by being arrested in the first place. That's going to be on her record for the rest of her life. Uh, people are all saying not the asshole. And I completely disagree. 
Staying a couple extra hours in jail while she sobers up might be a good wake-up call for her. God damn it. I'm so mad. She's old enough to know better. She shouldn't be underage drinking. Nope. Okay, well, this one I don't agree with. Y'all can let me know down below. I just, maybe if it was his son, I'd feel a little, no. I just, I, I guess my mom was always just like, you call me up there. And I loved that. And I never got into trouble because like I had a safety net and I didn't use it because I didn't want to have to call my mom, even though I know she'd be there for me. I, w- I was a good kid. But if I like this, she's, she rang a doorbell. Yeah, she was underage drinking. But how many college kids are not drinking? Not that you should. I'm not encouraging drinking by any means. Again, I waited till I was 21 because I didn't want to get in trouble. But like that is normal. That is fucking normal. <sighs> Y'all can let me know down below, but I think that was bullshit. He sounds like a dick. Also, because, like, that's another thing, though. Like, he wasn't just being a piece of shit to his daughter. He was being a piece of shit to his wife. His wife is scared and wants to leave right now because her baby girl is in jail. And he's like, fuck you, wife. I want three more hours of sleep. No, if he's not going to do it for his daughter, he might as well do it for his wife who's distraught and stressed and anxious. You have the power to calm her, to help her, to not make the situation worse. And you decide to be selfish and quote unquote, prove a point. You didn't give a fuck. You just wanted to sleep an extra three hours. You big ass baby. I'm so mad. Oh, I'm livid. Nope. Sorry. I don't care. I would be there in a heartbeat as would my mother. And that's where I learned it from. All right. Oh, I'm so mad that the internet agreed with him because now he's he's all boasted. Trash. Oh, that one made me angry. Nope. That's like, okay, no. See, if he was by himself and he decided that, that's on his own. I'm also just really mad at how he treated his wife. His wife is saying, let's go. She can't drive herself because she has astigmatism in her eye or whatever it was. She can't see at night. She wanted to go. She couldn't drive. You do it for your wife. Even if you think you're pr- like, oh, just not a good man, in my opinion. All right, next one. <laughs> I'm done, I promise. Am I the asshole for not attending my bio daughter's wedding because her stepsister was not invited? <sighs> Ooh, tricky, tricky, tricky. Let's see. Bio daughter's dad and I's relationship did not end on good terms. And while I tried my best to keep the children out of it, he did not agree. And in an attempt to get his kids to side with him, he went on a smear cane, smear cane, a smear campaign against me. Don't get the children involved. While he didn't accomplish his goal of getting them to want to be with him, he was successful in straining my relationship with my daughter. I tried therapy and every possible, and every possibility, they they wrote it wrong, I didn't read it wrong, But once she was old enough, she refused to stop participating. I remarried. My bio daughter was 13. and My husband had a daughter who was two years younger than our bio daughter. Since the beginning, the girls did not get along. At first, bio daughter was the one instigating, but eventually in their teens, the hate became mutual. Okay, well, it sounds like it was your bio daughter's fault that her stepsister didn't like her because she was torturing her. Both Girls are now in their mid-20s, and the relationship has not gotten any better. Bio daughter is getting married next year, and she's having a fairly large wedding. I knew since the beginning that stepdaughter was not in the wedding party, but everyone assumed 
she was at least invited to the ceremony. While talking about the wedding, the topic of stepdaughter was brought up, at which point my daughter said that stepdaughter was not invited. When I asked why her reasoning was, she wants an intimate wedding. This would normally be a reasonable response, except for the fact that even friends she hadn't seen since elementary school are invited, but her stepsister is not. So I pressed her and she said the reason why she isn't invited is because she is quote unquote, not family. I said, if stepsister is not family, then neither is stepdad and her half siblings. And by proxy, I'm also not family. And so if it's family only wedding, then there is no point in me attending. What? I am so confused as to the family tree. By proxy, who is this the mother or the daughter or the father? I am so confused. This is the mom. Whose stepdaughter? Your step? I am so fucking confused. And she says she obviously got upset and started screaming and ended up leaving. She told her aunts and grandparents that everyone is saying that I'm an asshole for refusing to attend her wedding. Okay, wait. I remarried. So this mom, I got to write it fucking down. Okay. The mom got remarried when the bio daughter was 13. Okay, we're going to call bio daughter Susie. Hold on. I have to write this down because Lord knows... I, if y'all kept up, congrats. But my reading comprehension is shot since that fucking asshole left his daughter in jail and didn't give a fuck about his wife. Okay, so there's the mom and then the bio daughter, which we're calling Susie, because we can. I remarried when Susie was 13. And my husband had a daughter who is two years younger than our bio daughter. Okay, great. So the mom remarried to a dude who had a daughter already. And daughter's name is... um. Why is my, my pen just decided to stop working? Uh, but daughter, what is it? Who's a name? What's a name? Give me a name. Anybody? Anybody? Anyone want to give me a name that doesn't sound like Susie? Because the only things coming to my head are Lindsay and Sally, and that's going to get confusing. We'll go Amy. Okay. Mom had Susie. Dude had Amy. Great. They're two years apart. Perfect. Susie was mean to Amy all growing up. Now, Susie and Amy don't get along anymore. Okay. Susie, the mean one is getting married. (laughs) This is how I have to do this. Susie's getting married, and she said, fuck Amy, she's not family. Even though they've been in each other's lives since at least she was 13. So at least seven years, because they're in their 20s now. So the mom is saying, well, if Amy can't come to Susie's wedding, my stepdaughter can't come to my daughter's wedding, I'm not attending. I don't know. I think that's a little dramatic. (laughs) Yeah. Someone's saying you're the asshole who died and made you the wedding guest list police. You say your relationship is strained. I wonder why. Obviously you favor your stepdaughter. You would say their, their hate is mutual. Why on earth should I invite someone to a wedding who hates me? You can't choose family, but you can choose who you invite to your wedding. Yeah. People are saying she says her dad caused distance, but I think she needs to take a deeper look into her own relationship with her daughter and what was going on in the household. Yeah, this is all true. I, I agree with you. You're the asshole. You can't even prioritize your bio daughter on her wedding day. Yeah, Susie sounds like she's got some pent up anger against her mom and that whole side of the family. A mom, you know, no. Okay, again, with weddings, it's your day. You can invite who you want and who you don't want. I probably would just invite Amy if I were Susie. But if she's got so much pent up stuff where she was like, nah, I wouldn't enjoy my wedding day. That's on, that's on her. Like, that's okay. Yeah, everyone's just saying you're an asshole and they're focusing on the part where like you have a strained relationship and you're blaming other people but yourself. So figure that one out. Also, that was so confusing for me. I don't know why my reading comprehension skills just like failed me at that point. 
All right, we have time for one more. All right, last one. Am I the asshole for not giving my husband's sister my puppy? No, immediately no. No, not a chance. Well, let's find out. I, a 25-year-old female, and my husband, a 27-year-old male, uh, an older man, went to his sister's 13th birthday party this weekend. She decided she wanted to have her birthday party at a local river. We live in the Midwest. But my husband and I just got a puppy for a few days and thought it would be fun to bring her to see if she liked the water, let everyone see her for the first time, etc. Cute. Birthday party, family party, bringing a puppy. Got it. When we got there, everyone was super excited to see that we brought the puppy. Everyone was petting her and playing with her. My mother-in-law asked me if the puppy was for my sister-in-law. I said, no, this was my husband's and I's puppy. She knew we had just gotten a puppy. Okay, I was going to ask, did you just surprise everyone? Because it did seem like a birthday present, but no. She knew we had just gotten a new puppy. She held the puppy for a bit and gave her back and all seemed fine. My sister-in-law started opening her gifts, the 13-year-old. This is me trying to check my reading comprehension. Uh, when she finally noticed the puppy in my arms and asked if, and asked me if mother-in-law had finally gotten her a puppy for her 13th birthday. Before I could even say anything, mother-in-law said, yes. What? The mother-in-law said, yes. Sister-in-law burst into tears about finally having a puppy and then came over to me to try and take the puppy. I was in shock at what just happened and kind of just let her take the puppy out of my hands. Eventually, I went over to my mother-in-law and asked the fuck what she was thinking. She told me that my sister-in-law had been asking for a puppy for years and said, you don't mind, do you? What? You don't mind if I give your animal to another person? I was taken aback. I couldn't believe my mother-in-law just gave away my puppy without even asking me. I took my sister-in-law over to the side and told her the puppy was mine and that I wanted her back. She started throwing a fit and literally screaming. I just took the puppy back and my husband and I left. When we got back home, I was bombarded with texts and phone calls from everyone at the party asking me why I took the puppy away from my sister-in-law. My sister-in-law and mother-in-law are arguing with me and are really angry. And I just need to know, am I the asshole? (laughs) What the fuck? What the actual hell? No! Not even a little bit. Okay, there's an edit. Her birthday party was at the river. Many people had brought their dogs to the party. I also did not know that she had been asking my mother-in-law for a puppy. They have two dogs. My husband is 100% on my side. We both didn't want to make a scene about it. He has called his mom and texted his family since the incident. We aren't communicating to anyone right now because... It's been overwhelming. He has told his mom about us getting a puppy multiple times, even invited the family over to our house for dinner so they could meet the puppy, but they had football games to go to. This was two days before her party. And people are like, obviously not the asshole. The asshole is your mother-in-law. She created the situation. She should be cleaning it up. Wants to make amends with your sister-in-law? Tell her you'll give her a puppy, but not yours. And further explain to her that the puppy you have was never meant to be a gift gift for her that her own mother created all this drama. Um, yeah, you sounds like you have a crazy ass mother-in-law like what? I, I can't even fathom this. Not the asshole who just tells someone else that they can have someone else's pet. That's weird. And the kid's 13 old enough to know she can't have everything she wants. Your mother-in-law sucks and I wouldn't feel bad at all. It's your dog. Yeah. What? That is so weird. I genuinely cannot fathom that happening, especially since you've told everyone that you have. It's not like you just showed up with it. And even then, even if you showed up and said, this is my puppy, it would be like a little weird for you to like steal the spotlight. 
But like, no, no. Also, the sister-in-law just assuming, hey, that puppy in your hands, is that mine? Not a chance. Not even a little bit, especially since you're at a place where people brought their dogs as well. That is just weird. And I'm so confused by it. All right. That's all the time we have for today. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know I got angry. Sorry if the volume peaked a lot. I just got angry. I just got angry. I got angry. Uh, There's only one I didn't agree with the general public on. Uh, You can tell me your opinions. I think I was most mad at how he treated his wife. If if the wife was involved, it was just his daughter, and he was just like, I'm going to teach her a lesson. That's on him. But... I still think he's a dick, but the fact that he was like, fuck you to his wife, that one just stressed me out so much. All right, guys, please follow, subscribe, like, um, check out my vlog channel and everything else. I love you guys. If there's ever anything you want me to read or do, let me know. But other than that, I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to our sponsors. And I'll catch you next time with Joy. Joy is our next uh, guest. It'll be a doozy. She's got a good laugh. I love you guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Rachel Uncensored, the only place on the internet where you can find the uncensored version of me, Rachel Ballinger. I hope you enjoyed. If you did, please like, subscribe, or follow, or do whatever this platform tells you to do so that you can get notified every time I post a new episode. Love ya! Hi, it's Jennifer, a founder of Go Kid Go and a mom to two kids. Join my family on the story train with Calm Conductor Birdie each night as we travel through the magic rainbow tunnel to everywhere and anywhere to find the best bedtime stories. Search for Story Train on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. (laughs) 